0: Hello, Patriots, and welcome to Patriot Point Radio, the program where you get the news from a Christian, constitutional, conservative, and common sense point of view. Well, let's look into some of the news we have going on here in Kentucky this week. First of all, up there at the state capitol, we have some good news for you. Yes, some good news. A good new law being proposed to push back against some of this craziness, and praise the Lord for that. Uh, A new bill has been proposed called BR-106. BR stands for Bill Request Number, and this bill would push back against the insanity of this Uh, required vaccine passports. Uh, This idea that you have to get a vaccine card and carry it around with you to be able to travel or to go places or to enter stores or to go to school or anything like that. The whole idea of a vaccine passport is merely setting the world up for what is going to be, as the Bible describes it, as the mark of the beast. Some kind of a mark that you have to either have the number of your name, where you can say this is the number to look it up or to have a mark printed upon you that basically is giving your allegiance to the Antichrist and the one world government. I am not saying that the vaccine passport is the mark. I am saying that it is setting up the world for what the mark will be one day. So Christians should be pushing against this idea and really just liberty-focused people without any religious uh, intonations behind it should be pushing back against this vaccine passport thing with everything that they ever had. So let me tell you a little bit about this BR-106, which would push back against this here in Kentucky and make it Kentucky law. Uh, BR-106 would say that public entities cannot require the disclosure of immunization status. So that means businesses, schools, anybody and everybody, they are not allowed to ask you your private health information. Right now, we have something on the books federal law called HIPAA, which is your Health Information uh, Privacy Act, basically is what it stands for. And it says that people can't ask you your private health information. But all of a sudden, we're just throwing HIPAA out, just acting like it doesn't exist when it comes to the COVID vaccine, which as Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, who is a health care professional, by the way, a doctor, says there's no reason to even get this thing if you've already had COVID or if you're not even in a risk factor. Uh, And we'll talk more. In fact, let me just right now, the World Health Organization has come out in a public statement this week, encouraging school age kids to not get the vaccine which is an amazing thing, Uh, a statement that came out on June the 21st. World Health Organization now says children should not be vaccinated against the COVID virus. If you would like to have a copy of the article talking about this, I will be very happy to send that to you so you can read it for yourself. This is, again, from the World Health Organization right there at the U.N., which says children should not be vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. Why would they say such a thing? Why? Because children are incredibly resilient against this thing. So there's no reason to inject their bodies with a bunch of foreign chemicals to protect them against something which is not a risk to them anyway. If you would like to get a copy of this article, then you can just email me here on the program at lee.watts.kentucky at gmail.com. That again is lee.watts.kentucky at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to send you this article from a quote with the World Health Organization saying that children should not be vaccinated against the COVID virus. And And that's again, That's what Kentucky Senator Rand Paul is saying. I did a whole special about this a few weeks ago. And uh, if you'd like to get that information, we've got that uh, for you. We can send that to you as well. So let's talk about this uh, thing to protect you again, BR-106. It says that public entities cannot require the disclosure of immunization status. It goes on to say that private employers must allow for employees to decline a vaccine if they choose. Now, right now, we've got a lot of people saying, listen, I do not want to take this vaccine, but my employer is saying that I have to. Well, as we talked about for the last few weeks in a row, and it bears repeating, there is already a federal law on the books That says that no one, no employer, no private institution, no one is allowed to require that you take an experimental treatment. And that's all this COVID vaccine is right now. It has only been approved for experimental use. But of course, there's widely held, uh, we're all guessing that the Biden administration is going to pressure the FDA to forego all of the safety protocols, get rid of all the normal time constraints, all the normal processes in place to protect the public against something, and they'll probably get it approved, uh, I'm hearing, by September. So uh, this would say, listen, even if they do it, no employer could require you to get a vaccine and inject into your body that you refuse to get. And we're seeing a lot of medical professionals are refusing to get this. In an article from this Wednesday, June the 23rd, from the Lexington Herald-Leader, on the front page, their front page main article says, quote, most nursing home workers not taking COVID vaccine, end quote. Well, why would the most, the majority here, of these medical professionals be refusing to do this when they're working with a group of seniors? Seems to me that they know this thing has not been properly tested. It usually takes 10 plus years to properly test a vaccine. This one's only been tested for six months and it's had all kinds of problems. The CDC has to keep a website up called VAERS, which stands for the Vaccine Adverse Reaction uh, Event System, and it's already reporting more than 5,000 deaths caused by the COVID vaccine. That's people who weren't going to die of the virus, who weren't going to die anyway. They just died because of the vaccine. This is public information on this CDC site and yet not being publicized in the mainstream press that's why you tune in to Patriot Point Radio. So, BR-106 would uh, would say that public entities cannot require the disclosure of your immunization status. It would say that employers must allow for employees not to take the vaccine. And in addition, it would also say that public universities cannot require the disclosure of the immunization status. Meaning, hey, you can't make me do this to go to your school. It, would also, it adds to that. It says these public universities that fail to comply will not be eligible to receive state funding. And that is the linchpin to make this work. Because if there's no punishment for it, you know what they're going to do? They're going to violate your rights anyway. So this bill says, listen, if you get any school that says, hey, you have to take this, even though the lawyer says you don't have to, all you need is one person to report that, And that university will not receive any funding from the state. I guarantee you that is what it will take to make them fall in line and not start start violating your rights. It goes on to say that businesses cannot require customers to disclose their immunization status. Uh, Which again, we're seeing you can't come into my store, you cannot buy, you cannot sell unless you got that little paper or you got some kind of little mark I can scan that says you have this vaccine. It goes on to say that Kentucky cannot share individually identifying immunization data with other states or agencies of the federal government. So it's like, listen, if you get some private health information, it cannot be taken by all of these other organizations that are just going to push it out to everybody that you're trying to protect your private information from. And then this is a key one at the end. It also says that parents have the ability to decide whether their school-aged children will receive a vaccine or not, and they can decline on the basis of conscientious objection. Which, you would think it's crazy that the parents should have such parental rights as to determine what chemicals are injected into their children, uh, but this is the status of things that we live in today, and this would simply codify that in the law... And this, unfortunately, is a much-needed thing that we need to get into Kentucky law. I can tell you right now, beyond any shadow of a doubt, that the uh, people who are pushing against medical liberty... Hate this bill. They want to be able to control what is injected into your body, what is required to be injected into your children's body, and uh, that gives them a massive amount of control really over your body, the thing that you should have the most control over. This is a wonderful bill that will provide Kentuckians protection against medical tyranny. So, this is BR 106. BR 106. I hope that you will contact your friends, your family, maybe even some of your enemies. Let them know, hey, this is a great bill we should all get behind. Let's build up a lot of uh, momentum behind this, and let's get this thing passed, I mean, day one when the legislature goes back into session next time. BR-106. It is being written by the representatives Savannah Maddox, uh, Mark Hart, Felicia Rayburn, and Thomas Huff. I know each one of these representatives that work up there in the Kentucky House of Representatives in Frankfurt. Uh, these are some liberty-minded people, some of the strongest people that have stood up against this tyranny of the governor for this last year and a half. And they're already trying to get out ahead of what they see is going to be infringements upon uh, some Kentucky liberties in the future if we do not take these actions. So that is BR-106, in before the Kentucky House of Representatives. The Kentucky legislature is out of session right now, and they'll be out for the remainder of the year. They will not go back into session until the first week of January 2022, and that's when they can start passing new laws. And next year is election year. So every single member of the Kentucky House of Representatives will be up for a vote next year. So that should make them be highly interested in listening to what the people say. Well, let them hear from you. If they don't hear from us, then it's our fault. So let's make sure we do our part. If you would like to say, well, then how can I do my part, Mr. Watts? How can I contact my representative and, uh, saying I want you to approve BR 106. Well, I'm glad you asked, and since you ask, this is how you do it. You can do two ways. You can either email them, or you can send them. Uh, a, you can call and leave a message. If you would like to call and leave a message, there is an answering service right there. In the Kentucky Capitol, they got a phone bank of, I like, 30, 40 different people that answer the phones, that take the messages for the representatives. It's highly efficient. This does get onto the representative's desk. It does go before them. So if you simply call the number I'm about to give you, get a pencil and paper handy, you can call during regular business hours, during weekdays, say, I would like to leave a message for my representative and my senator. And if you're like, well, I don't know who my senator and representative are, then all you have to do is say, I live in this town, on this street, and they could look up who your person is. Again, this is not Mitch McConnell. Uh, he's over in Washington. We're talking about the people at the State House up there in Frankfurt. So the number to call to say you do support BR-106 is 1-800-372-7181. Again, that number is one 800 372 7181. And uh, call normal business hours during the weekdays. Say you support BR 106. Encourage your legislator to do the same and then make sure that you do a few things. First of all, be courteous when you do this. These people don't like if you call up there faunching and raring at them, especially the person just answering the phone. Be courteous, be brief, and then ask them to contact you back with what they will be doing about it because otherwise we're never going to know. So say, I want to be contacted back. And you can say by phone, by letter, by email, whatever way that it is, but let's do our part to let them hear from us. A wonderful bill, happy to tell you about BR-106 to start restoring and protecting some of Kentuckians' liberties. Well, until next week. I'm Lee Watts for Patriot Point Radio. Be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring.